0: Good morning. Yeah. We're back. We're back. We're back to mornings. We're we don't know when we're recording anymore. That's true.
1: This is we're, we're going to do it when we can do it. This is uh Cameron and Brock are two people the podcast in which Cameron, Cameron and Brock are two people. It is 7:18 a.m. on Monday, November 19th, 2018. That is correct. We thought we had <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> I was mostly saying it to have it fact checked. Um, my computer seems to be working correctly. I've got the the date
0: uh, widget in the corner has been verified. Thank you. It, yeah, no. At least us two right. believe that that is both correct. Oh, I see. Yeah, it
1: could. This could immediately become a um mm. Relativity, yeah. Well, yeah. You're in my reality has been confirmed to at least for this moment in time to be equal ish. Um, oh boy. See, mornings. Uh, I was all uh, I was all a tizzy about our evening podcast. It's so much energy. My
0: brain was working. <laughs> my mouth was working. And it, I didn't feel. Ill, even though I wasn't every day.
2: Oh,
1: yeah that w- that actually made me feel bad when you said that. I've been dragging you out of bed and in, in, into into psychosomatic illness. <laughs> no,
0: I mean it's just mornings. This is, this you, is my life. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, we're uh, it's getting uh, at least up here uh, in the far wintry north. Um, the sunrise kicks in about seven. And it's dark by 4.30 every day now.
0: Yeah, it got dark at like 5.30. You're in central time, right?
1: Yes, I'm in the only time zone.
0: <laughs> the only true time zone. It got, Yeah, it got dark at like 5.00. It's very upsetting, especially because Florida already passed a law to prevent that from happening, and Congress is not acting.
1: Oh, wait, so there when does that actually kick in? And the law is to always have or never have daylight <laughs> savings time. I forget which
0: one are we on are we on daylight savings time? Uh, see, I don't know because i'm not I'm lost daylight, so that would be ironic.
1: I'm one Google search away from solving something that I've wondered for my in-
0: literal entire life because what it seemed to me was that we were not supposed to change this time, okay, and Congress has to approve. The federally, federal Congress, the law. Yes, the federal Congress has to approve Florida's switch. Which I, I don't understand why the state had to vote on something Congress has to approve anyway. Yeah, that but, doesn't that doesn't like, check. Yeah, um, yeah. So we weren't supposed to fall back, as it were, and here I am with darkness surrounding me at five thirty. Yeah, yep. Well, it just becomes
1: more exaggerated up here, in the in the far and north.
0: I will. I I do have to throw a, a shout out to Chicago mm. because with this time zone nonsense, the East Coast thinks that they own the proper time zone because of all their high flutin' cities. Oh, but yeah. Chicago is the main city holding the line for central time zone.
1: Yeah, uh I I guess so. I'm trying to we uh I mean you've got Nashville, the uh cultural center of co- country and Christian music also in central time zone. But if you kind of run up and down the the central time zone area from there, that's pretty much it. Uh big um, big city, Houston's
0: in central time. Is it really? Huh. Yeah. It's I don't know how wide it is. It's I don't in, know. Houston is the number,
1: like probably the biggest city that mostly comes up in conversations. As oh yeah, <laughs> like, like, oh, Dude, I know also it's Houston. huge,
0: but I, it's like well, I don't know what they do there. They do. I think it was built because of oil. <laughs> I mean, there's lots there, and I I actually like Houston, mm-hmm. but Chicago is considered a urban hub or whatever cultural or mecca yeah if, uh, you,
1: if you need a beef sandwich mecca. with a sausage on the beef we've got
0: that <laughs> that is the one and only qualifier needed yeah mm. i uh we had
1: a uh, friends giving yesterday i'm trying to think of thi- like i I, did, I could i couldn't think of like a grotesque chicago food that i've had lately But I did have a a fairly large spread of food yesterday. You can order
0: pizza with mayo on it, apparently. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, yes. I just, I I mean, uh, many options. So is your Friendsgiving like in addition to, uh, it's like you're going to have multiple meals the week of Thanksgiving? Mm
1: hmm. Well, the thing about Thanksgiving for us is that. Uh, we realized after you know starting our own family and moving off into the hinterlands or whatever, uh, that the uh, that Thanksgiving's a very <clears throat> excuse me that the dishes in Thanksgiving are very emotionally resonant. Like Thanksgiving ends up being a kind of maybe the most tradition necessary holiday from Shannon and I just because I think we both look for very specific things out of Thanksgiving food-wise. Um, and when we don't get those, we have to kind of manufacture them ourselves. So we've, we've been known to have our very own fakes, uh, where we cook exactly the dishes that we wanted in case we didn't get them at whatever family Thanksgiving that we had to go to. Um, and are
0: these dishes generally... Things that you really liked, you remember having at Thanksgiving from your respective families?
1: Yeah, uh, or in, oh, in this case, like, uh, you know, or 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 are dishes that Shannon has introduced me to or taken to kind of the next level. And uh, cause for example, like I don't, um, very simply, we didn't have gr- gravy and mashed potatoes with our turkey growing up just because mom never really made mashed potatoes. Um, and I, ah. I was never like a huge Thanksgiving fan growing up because it was mostly like stuffing, which I didn't care for, and then like, like peas and mushrooms, which I actually was okay with because I liked the mushrooms in there. But I mean, my family has a fairly static, or used to have a very static uh, list of dishes. It was like that stuff. It was like sweet
0: potato casserole, which I didn't like, and um, <laughs> I remember you were the one who didn't like chocolate or something. Oh, that's a whole I was other thing. Baffled. Yeah, I forgot okay, about well, that. Okay, w- well yeah, I don't want to sidetrack you. Go yeah, ahead.
1: Put a been in that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh the uh and, and green bean casserole was the other big one. Um but I just ended up really liking green bean casserole and not and not, not even the turkey because we'd get like a smoked turkey and I always thought it tasted kind of weird and there was it was dry sometimes. And I mean, no one was messing the turkey up, but I was a kid and it was a like <laughs> slice of smoked, smoked turkey breast. It just wasn't, no. you know, you're a kid. You weren't like, I, agree. I wanted a grilled chicken sandwich most of the time. Um, that, that was your preferred meal as a child. Or yeah. Or like a hamburger or something. Or like tortellini Alfredo. Like a, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't, there's
0: some very random, I mean all of those sound good.
1: Though. They're just like yeah, comfort food kind of stuff. Right. And so hey, so
0: hold hold up. Yeah. G- give me like five minutes. Sorry to do that.
1: Oh yeah, that's fine. This is Cameron and Brock are two people, the podcast in which Cameron and Brock are two people. Um we record in the mornings, sometimes in the evenings. Uh, we try to do it once a week. We missed last week. Uh, because Brock took his family to Disneyland World, Disney World. Um, which I hope to be talking about here soon. If I remember, I have a pen, but nothing next to me to write down. Remember to talk to Disney World on or talk about Disney World on. Um, so we'll see if I actually remember. Um, we also have a voicemail. We'll get to that in a little while. You can uh, send us voicemails about whatever you damn well please at uh, the number twenty-five twenty-five. Hey, Cam, that's two five two five. H-E-Y-C-A-M, and no, I don't know what that stands for, uh, number-wise. Let's see. It's going to be a 252543, nope, I've already lost it, 439226. So 2525439226. Or you can email us at Cameronandbrock at gmail.com hello and we're back and we're back and still recording and we're still recording good all right awesome uh and we're back so uh thanksgiving foods
0: you eat all the food
1: you want to eat yeah on one day exactly this is what i grew up with thanksgiving was supposed to be oh you, you you read uh i would read uh foxtrot or something right and there'd be this huge uh, spread of food, as and as a kid, uh, and everyone would eat until they were, uh, you know, were, were, were fat and happy. But I, uh, I, I, there were only a couple things that I did actually like. Uh, so Thanksgiving was not one of my favorite holidays growing up. But then, as an adult, uh, Shannon made makes her own green bean casserole. Like, not, not, not to disparage my mother's, but Shannon's is like all from fresh ingredients, and it's really good. And um, she makes a uh, sweet potato casserole that has like a crust on it that basically the crust is most of the way toward a pecan pie. So at some point you're just eating like a sweet potato pie with your Thanksgiving dinner. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's there's uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, It's just it's a um, it is a wider range of, of extremely, uh, comfort foody comfort food. Um, so Thanksgiving is no longer about me trying to beg another crescent roll off of my parents. Uh, (laughs) it is, it is a, uh, wealth of food. And so, so like what we will do on years that, um, we don't get exactly what we're looking for. We make all that stuff ourselves. Uh but this year we ended up uh going to a, a, a Friendsgiving up here, which is really nice. I feel like we've been here for two years and um and this is the you know, this is the kind of stuff that you hope happens when you move to a brand new place. You end up going to some cozy get together in a nice house and with a with uh you know, Shannon brought aforementioned green bean casserole and sweet potato casserole, but then there was also an assortment of other delicious food. Um, and my children were very
0: well behaved. The whole thing was very nice. Hmm. Yeah. Success. Well, I've successfully instituted a tradition of there should be brisket on Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about that being a possibility, but you're ahead, well, way ahead of me. Well, the catch years is that
0: I have to cook it, but that's not really catch. no. Um, yeah, I mean, it's expected now, which was my plan, and so I'm happy to oblige.
1: That's kind of an yeah.
0: Italian thing, though, right?
1: Thanksgiving, uh, my my a- anecdotal experience with Italian folks is that their Thanksgiving tends to involve uh, food that is not just your regular straightforward Thanksgiving food, like maybe well, a big, big lasagna or something.
0: Perhaps, yeah, it's about... Eating together. And so we're going to take that opportunity for sure. And, yeah, I actually used to go out to St. Augustine a lot for Thanksgiving where my mom's family lives, which is the Italian side of my family. And it would be spaghetti. Well, we'd have – we would have some of the traditional stuff when everybody got together, but it would also involve spaghetti. And, oh, one of the – strangest things that was a tradition when I think Thanksgiving is because when we went out there a lot, we they would cook fried cauliflower. Mm. Um which is mm. actually pretty tasty. I would have never thought of it myself. But yeah, for years as a kid, that was what I had on Thanksgiving. And um I didn't realize how uncommon it was to eat fried cauliflower. Fried. Uh, it's delicious.
1: Fried cauliflower. I'm, is it like uh, battered and
0: fried or j- like um, just, just straight fried? I think fried? it's cornmeal, uh, oh, cornmeal. Cornmeal fried. Um, yeah, maybe. I'll have to look. No, uh, cracker meal, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a uh, light like breading and then deep fried. Yeah, so it's delicious. So that was one of the things. And on Thanksgiving, we'd have a lot of the traditional stuff, but also just whatever mm. um so you're sort
1: of right i i'm um, pro a looser thanksgiving uh as much as i like describe thanksgiving as being a, for us rotating around you know three or four core dishes i i think that if you it, the advantage to Thanksgiving for us is that we are cooking for an audience of two plus two children <laughs> who don't really get a say um, other than what kind of pies they want to request or whatever. So we, like we make it about, it's the, it is the uh, distillation of Thanksgiving down to uh, four dishes. But if you're, um, if you're having a, a family or a friend's Thanksgiving, like I I think the, uh, yeah, the, the looser, the better. It's a feast, right? It's a, it's not really even themed other than there being some,
0: you know, a turkey.
1: But even then, yeah.
0: Uh yeah. Turkey is just I don't know. I feel like they were eating a lot of turkey because it was available. It was around. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think so, a turkey like
1: a Thanksgiving like a get together gives everyone a like a it's a dinner party but with a theme that everyone understands, you know.
0: Um <laughs> which is what what would you say the theme of thanksgiving meal is well i mean it's thanksgiving food like you can you've got
1: a general sort of like uh you know you've got some go-tos there it isn't like you're just going for a dinner party and someone's like oh we're going we're going to have a dinner party and we're going to have a roast bring something Right, like that doesn't give you as much of uh, um, a, a, bu- so a bunch is of it, like uh, do you touch think points.
0: I haven't ever looked it up. Do you think it's really founded off of what the Indians and the settlers ate? The American Indians and the settlers ate that I don't think time? so.
1: I think that Thanksgiving was pushed in the late 1800s, um, I want to say by like one particularly vocal woman, uh, if I recall Correctly, I'm not. I'm not going to source this accurately or anything. Um, but I want. I definitely. I mean, it's. It's. Uh. It. It is not much like the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh,
0: it is not as old as people think it is. Um, I think. Well, I mean, America's ready to adopt any holiday where you eat a lot of food. Sure. And I think you're right when you specify the type of food a little bit. People feel. One, it's easier because they don't have to think about it. And two, it just seems more legitimate when something is specified a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's how it is. And that's because it's a a specific holiday. Right. So I I think it would be pretty easy if, like, one person can implement this holiday we celebrate Mm -hmm. for anyone, maybe us, to start our own Holiday where we get to have another themed dinner, mm. of what, and we get to choose it this time. I
1: see. I'm. I'm. I mean. I think that the. Uh, so we have a gift holiday, like a gift holiday, right? We have Christmas. We have a candy holiday, um, in a broad sense. In yeah, Easter, it's, it's we have little. a fireworks yeah. holiday, and then sort of a secondary fireworks holiday that you get for free. You know, Independence Day is the fireworks holiday. New Year's is you know everybody. It's the it's New Year's. It, it just you, you obviously if you look at a calendar with no context, the one day that you're going to make sure is a holiday is the first day of the calendar. Uh, so like, but we already have our food holiday.
0: Well, let's break it down with what food. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is a food holiday. I agree, but there are certain ideas of what kind of food. Uh, the July Fourth is There's usually food involved, but it's more of a grill-out holiday. Yeah, it's incidentally food. I mean, that's like Memorial Day is sort of an incidentally a food holiday. Right. These holidays, you're going to get a lot of burgers and, you know, kebabs or whatever you're cooking on your grill. Right. Um, I, I think it immediately stands out to me that there's no holiday where it's expected that you're having, like, a steak Mm, I can't even think because it's not a it's not a food that you generally serve in large portions. Maybe like a standing roast for Christmas. Yeah, though.
1: I grew up with a, a, a occasionally we'd go to my uh mother's outside of the family's place for Christmas and there would be a formal Christmas dinner that always involved a roast of some sort. It was always like a really herby sort of roast I, I wouldn't put it in the same category as steak. It's more of like a not maybe it was a prime rib or something
0: um but it was it was, yeah. it, was
1: it was very herby it wasn't a grilly
0: it, it was so is there, so a, the is there a current team. holiday that's sort of weak on tradition that we could just' uh, It's just sort of like co-opt or opt like, or, like or in, in, would it be enhance? easier to make your own yeah mm.
1: I, well, I'm I'm wondering about the, I mean, I don't have it with me, but the history of Thanksgiving, I wonder if the turkey was part of the original thing, or if they took Thanksgiving and they built it off of something. Hmm, Thanksgiving. I'm looking it up now. I
0: think it was part of it. You know, the turkey's an American bird.
1: Uh, it's, it's celebrated in uh, Canada, the United States, some of the Caribbean islands, and Liberia. Um, yeah. You know,
0: colony of former American slaves. Is it? Huh. I didn't. That's what I think library is. Oh. Uh, it was
1: made to be. Let's see. Days of Thanksgiving were very, uh, had predated for a long time. Let's see. We did, uh, we had, we called it, the, uh, the English called the day of Thanksgiving after the victory over the Spanish Armada. Uh, developed into Guy Fawkes Day, some, some Canada. Canada doesn't exist, so I'm going to skip that section. Um, fake news. And uh, Canada. Oh, so Thanksgiving was observed. It just wasn't uh, unified into one date until the be- uh, beginning in the 19th century. It had sort of informally unified into the final Thursday in November, um, it's superseding the existing holiday. Eventually, of evacuation day which was the day commemorating the British exit from the United States following the Revolutionary War. Ev-
0: evacuation Day just didn't have that ring
1: yeah. they were looking for. Yeah, now th- now Evacuation Day is the day after Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, dude. A, a modern Thanksgiving was the first officially called for in all states by a proclamation of Lincoln in 1863. Um, so there you go. Nationwide Thanksgiving Due to the Civil War and whatnot, it was not realized until 10-ish years later. Uh, it was changed to the next to the last Thursday in November for business reasons by Roosevelt in the 30s. Um, Business. So, is, is, well, it was probably too close to Christmas or something. They wanted to spread out that holiday. Uh, and it's true. If season. we want
0: any holiday adopted, we're going to have to m- tie it in with marketing somehow uh-huh. just so we get the... Corporations on our side.
1: So we have, so the, the, it, it, so it, it's ancient, basically, is what I'm reading. It's a, it's a modern, uh, business, you know, for business reasons, it's been unified, but it's a harvest festival. Uh, so, oh,
0: hey, what about the solstices? They're not getting any love these days. That's true. I mean, you got, all right, so
1: let's walk through the solstices. You have, you have December 21st, too close to Christmas. We can't, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It, it's uh, that market is taken uh, for a brand new holiday, even if the stakes are really big. Uh, you've got June 22nd, your summer solstice, uh, 21st. It was 22nd this year, I think. Their summer solstice. Uh, you've got, uh, I don't know, when are the other two? March and September?
0: Hmm. Now, well, I think the winter and the summer solstice are going to be your main players. And I think hmm. June works. June 22nd is pretty
1: close to July. See, I was thinking the March solstice because March is like uh, the worst month in the year, easily. Um, well,
0: is it really a solstice? Um, in, oh, in I was the,
1: thinking season changes. Those aren't solstices. Oh, I was thinking yeah. about the actual solstice. Yeah, you're right. I mean...
0: so summer, summer solstice? June, not everybody's... Yeah. Yeah, the longest day of the year... Uh, which already is great because like you know you have more time to do whatever you want
1: right and and once we've moved off of some, you know various druidic uh like traditions or um you know sacrifices or whatever we really the modern society is, has really dropped the ball on
0: solstices i would agree with you on that i feel i th- i think that the pagan connotation really gave it a bad rap for a while probably like you know how people feel about human sacrifice so right well yeah. i mean it,
1: christmas just you know they they latched on to the remnants of the the pagan solstice festival and and threw baby jesus onto there and uh, right. also I mean, coca cola so turned red and white so
0: yeah yeah there's a precedent for this mhm um, totally although i didn't know a fundamental christian guy who wouldn't celebrate christmas because it used to be a pagan holiday but you know we can't mm. win them all uh, I mean he he's uh, his loss really exactly um, so so well, really his kid's loss, but
1: oh that's that's no that's a bummer,
0: um because I knew his kid too, and she, she was mad about it
1: oh, trying to think of if I would have known who that was um hm no okay uh so summer solstice uh you want it to be about. Uh, So we've got the, I think that there's a good contrast there. you got a big bird you're cooking up for Thanksgiving. You want some sort of a big, I mean, we could could go full hog, literally. Make it about a, you know. Although a Christmas ham is a thing. uh, An entire pig's a big ask for households across America.
0: Well, uh, yeah. (laughs) I can imagine the marketing, like, you know, because turkey's, Yo, everyone in America is supposed to get a turkey. Imagine right. if everyone in America is supposed to get a whole pig, or at least <laughs> per family.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, I say that, and yeah, big
0: Holocaust.
1: Well, um, so I say that, and the uh, but the thing is, the rest of the year turkeys are like, you know, you could you could get a turkey in August or whatever, but they're not. They're they're either two in the grocery store. And then all of a sudden uh, Thanksgiving rolls around and there are 47 turkeys across the entire bottom of the cold case and they're all 69 cents a pound. Um, so I think that what you need, no matter what your, your cut of meat, all you need is, is industry behind it to, to, you know, to provide supply when there's supply for that little time. So maybe a brisket, for example... A brisket, mm-hmm. a packer cut brisket, is like you know nine
0: bucks a pound or whatever, yeah. and, and well, it's, well, I, you know, and not everywhere sells them except on the summer solstice,
1: right? So you get in with you get in good. What you get, you got to start from the ground level here, and the ground level is the um, not the the consumer, but the uh, it's almost a marketing tactic actually because the consumer is gonna um, go to the go, they're gonna uh, go to the store. And normally there's going to be one, you know, eighty-seven dollar packer cut, but because you will have been working with the the beef consortium, uh, to,
0: <laughs> yeah, you you you, the you beef industry, right?
1: The grassroots that you're looking at are not uh, to 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 uh, convince of the new solstice holidays are not the the um people in their homes. It's the no,
0: no, they will be told, yeah. And they will accept it gladly because, mm-hmm. one, you'll get a day off it, soon. It, it Maybe it'll take a year or two to get established as a federal holiday.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could also, you know, there's nothing. Why is Thanksgiving on a Thursday? I don't know. We're going to set our holiday on a Saturday, and then it won't matter. Right? I mean, there are <laughs> two holidays built into the week. We just need to take one.
0: Yeah. There you go. You get mm-hmm. to pick. And... It's not always going to be on a
1: Saturday, man. Oh, well, I mean, it could be. Thanksgiving's always it, on a Thursday.
0: <laughs> what? Is it too much to ask to have a week off? Okay, so... Oh,
1: I see what you mean. It's that the actual <laughs> literal solstice is not... Look,
0: correct. I, I think we can,
1: we can work with that. That's not... There, <laughs> there, there are very few holidays that are scientifically timed uh, we can we can which sort which of, is
0: another thing that I want to institute. Oh, okay. <laughs> all scientific right, holidays,
1: scientifically timed holidays. Okay, fine. Well, what I was getting at, however, is that I want to walk into the grocery store um, the week of, and, and we will have been doing our work all year long with the beef consortium. I, I assume there's yeah. a consortium, and um, oh,
0: I think there's probably a beef cabal somewhere.
1: Oh, it, I mean it's... That's the either the cabal controls the consortiums, or I think the consortium might control the cabals. But either way, it's
0: hard to know. They won't. Yeah, they're very shadowy. Uh,
1: Very. Yeah. Well, we'll. I'll check on the dark web. We'll get this figured out. Okay. Um. But the uh, you're gonna go in. There's gonna be 37 uh beef uh beef uh uh briskets lined up. They're gonna be 2.99 a pound. And are you familiar with the the Elf on the Shelf? Yeah. All right, so the the elf on the shelf came out of nowhere. As far as I'm concerned, anyway, I've never seen one um, till like ten, fifteen years ago, and all of a sudden there was an elf on the shelf. And in the box, you know, so there's this huge stack of elves on the shelf, elves on the shelf, elf, elves on the shelves, elves. And, uh, it's like attorneys general, uh, elves. Elves on the shelves, elves on the shelves, and um, and the box, and it still says this because they're at Target right now, and I just saw this the other day. It says. A holiday tradition. <laughs> they just smack what? smack on the box. Yeah, they came out of the gate, <sighs> guns blazing, and were like, "Look, we know, we know that we just came up with something out of thin air. Uh It's the Christmas shoes, but there isn't even a song about it. There's just a elf on the shelf. They want it, they want that elf on your shelf, and they are going to tell you that it is a tradition. It doesn't and matter. You know, if-
0: they waited. Yeah, you know, however long, 10 years, 15 years, whatever you say, I, I say our first year is going to have this branding.
1: Right, exactly. No, they did. I don't think they waited. That's what I'm saying is since Elf on the Shelf came out, they've been claiming it's a Christmas tradition. They did not. There was no warm up period where they earned that moniker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not controlled by the FDA or anything. You can slap a Christmas tradition onto any product um, and no one's going to stop you.
0: Look, I can come i mean there's plenty of festivals where they probably killed cows on the solstice it's It's a tradition,
1: oh yeah, you can retcon some sort of like uh, some sort of uh, meaning into this stuff, but we're gonna
0: the, have to yeah the bottom line
1: is it's a festival celebrating the fact that you got the beef cabal to lower prices on briskets to two
0: nine nine um which is a celebration in itself. We might could just go with that, but anyway, yeah, so it's a um so you, you I think you
1: can build around that and you're just you, you walk into the grocery store and there's a bunch of briskets and they're, you know, a third of the price that they normally are and they're 50 times more than they normally are and they all are stamped with, you know, uh whatever the name of a holiday is, a a summer solstice tradition. And
0: people will be like, "Oh, I what? I haven't heard of this." I <laughs> they feel I mean we want to make them feel simultaneously like they're missing out. And, like, they should have known already mm-hmm. so that they doubly, they can't admit that they're not part of the tradition and they really want to already be part of the tradition. Yeah, you really so have they're to. Gonna, yeah they're, they're going to be selling it to other people. The person next to them in the store is going to say, a solstice tradition, what's the solstice? And the, the person there is like, I have a chance to be, uh, elevate my social level and they're going to look over and say the solstice tradition. Well, it's a brisket every time. And my grandfather, you know, like blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, they'll just go with
1: it. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, a pamphlet will help here. Um, maybe some sort of a flyer. Uh, definitely some, uh, some uh, generational impl- implying, you know, like exactly what you're saying there. So there's a, um, maybe the flyer includes like a, the, you know, a, a couple of traditional brisket preparations. Uh, uh-huh. and then, uh, I, I'm not ruling out, uh, ringers, uh, just because they turn to the person next to them and that person says, you know, Oh, it's well, summer probably only tradition. need
0: like one per supermarket.
1: Yeah. They run on maybe, maybe a 45 minute loop of like by, you know, picking out a brisket and carrying it and, You know, eventually they cycle back, drop that brisket off, and then, and you know, they're they're just they they just need to be available
0: for that person next to them. You know how during the holiday shift, the whole shop transforms wherever you're shopping. It's Mm -hmm. uh, Halloween. Halloween's over about the next day or two. You see Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's over. You see your Christmas stuff, etc. Right. So we're so used to this transformation of all of the signs and the the um, products that are being marketed and such, and July 4th, definitely, that if somebody walked in a supermarket um, one day and the whole place was decked out with Solstice Festival uh, signs and, you know, color scheme that's uniform mm-hmm. and brisket prices and pamphlets and uh, a couple people who looked excited shopping for briskets. Right. I don't think they're even going to question it. I think they're going to start to wonder: Did they forget that this was already a thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or and they know, you know, that we're not like inventing uh, the concept of a solstice. A solstice is something I guarantee you, most people on the street. Uh, would at least be able to tell you exist, like they, they, the word right. solstice, right? It's maybe it's faded from public consciousness to the point that they couldn't tell you what day it was on. But you're, it's like, uh, it's like when people go to vote, like, and they maybe they don't know who's running for white like, county water commissioner, but they are more likely, scientifically, they are more likely to vote for the name that they may have seen a sign for, right? Like they've that name is in their memory somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you walk into a store and it says, you know, it's Summer Solstice Festival, briskets, two ninety nine, And they're going to, well, they're going to, uh, they're, 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 that word solstice is, is in there somewhere in their brain. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, they yeah. They
0: recognize it? Yeah, it's Summer they, Solstice. They feel like it's a good deal, even though most of these people will have no idea of the average price of a brisket. Right, two ninety nine. dollars 99 sounds would they cheap for anything. Why would they be advertising it if it wasn't a good deal? Right. That's the question.
1: Yeah, and it's got uh, uh, some sort of. I mean, wh- you have all of your warm colors taken by uh, by Thanksgiving, sort of your orange, brown, yellow palette, and your Christmas as your red and white and red, in- white, and blues. Yeah, that's Independence Day. Independence um, Day. But I think you you're uh, you're really all those. I mean, red, white, and blues is pretty up there in terms of uh, visibility. But Thanksgiving, you know, the leaves are changing, everything's turning brown. But I, I think that like your greens like your really sharp colors. I, I, I mean, you've got, th- I guess, St. Patrick's Day taking a little bit of green, but maybe if you
0: augment that green with a couple more high-visibility colors, sort of summary. Now, I don't really love this color in itself, but, uh-huh. I mean, yellow, some kind of sunlight color, maybe a slightly goldish yellow could work. Yeah, I think that if you did that,
1: maybe throw a blue. Well, I mean, a blue... Blue green yellow, like a lighter blue. Hmm. Yeah, like a sky blue, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I,
0: I could, could see work, that. I could see you that. You work happening. something up. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You're, you're basically. <laughs> I think that you can play off the uh, the the contrast between uh, you know the the Thanksgiving. You basically take all the Thanksgiving colors and just like head the other way with them as far as you can go.
0: Yeah. Let's turn up the color meter. Uh
1: huh. I'll, I'll turn up the color meter. Um. Splendid. And then the, uh, and I, I think that like you work around the brisket at that point, right? Like you've got a brisket. Um, I mean, dish wise, we were just talking about Thanksgiving being a little bit looser uh, than it has been in times past. Yeah,
0: I have a problem thinking of things aside from the meat courses. So I'm going to need some backup on mm. what else. Although I was recently. At a beer garden in Disney, and there was a sausage salad, <laughs> which of course I was immediately drawn to. Right? Is and it's the, this is pretty much what you think. You know, imagine a uh, noodle salad. Okay, some I kind wasn't of imagining dressing. noodles. Uh, no, there's no noodles in there. Oh. I, I just mean, as far as a salad goes, okay. there's a dressing. There was uh, some kind of mixed in vegetable, like some onions. And thin sliced sausages. You know, just that's assorted a sorted sausage salad. Assorted sausage. Uh, it was a single type. I think it was more like a beef frankfurter or something.
1: So it was, okay. So what made it a salad? Was
0: it just because it was served with tongs? That it was mixed with vegetables. In this case, I know at least thin sliced onions and okay. had a uniform dressing mixed in already. Hmm, like a mustardy dressing, maybe? Uh, no, it was, well, it was a creamier dressing, Ooh. but it was, may have had some horseradish in it, which
1: in it is, you it's actually pretty good. Oh my goodness. Was this at Epcot? Yes. Hmm. Oh right, So, uh, we, you're going to need to get me some, I need to know what the hot, hottest, uh, new additions to Disney are by February <laughs> when I go. It's been oh, a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll have to give you the rundown. When we went to Epcot, we ate at a Central American type place that was pretty good. No, it wasn't. It was a Turkish type place. I want to say like a Ooh. like bulgur and kebab type.
0: Oh, I haven't gotten that
1: one. That sounds good. M- Moroccan. It was Moroccan. I've I've I'm Moroccan. third continents the charm. I believe it was. <laughs> it was a there Moroccan is a Morocco
0: put pl- well. Yeah, there's a Morocco place. So that must have been it. That was it. Yeah, it was it was quite good.
1: Um, I, uh, I uh, man, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about Disney. So thank you for helping me not forget. Uh, was there any other? Uh, wait a minute. So we, uh, I feel like a sausage salad and a brisket is a pretty good. Sort of like baseline, although we haven't moved off from like, the <laughs> meat.
0: Got, okay, well, okay, we've got one salad, okay. be it a sausage salad, uh-huh. a brisket, and then we need at least one traditional dessert. Oh, it's and, t- See, my, you
1: know. I, I'm not a, um, I would say, well, I mean, I guess on Thanksgiving I'll eat some pie. But I'm typically a more... Cam, we
0: got to sell this. Don't think about yourself. No, think right. about we're getting people to do this, and I know that they're going to want a dessert. Yeah,
1: you're right. I'm not... I personally am not going to want a dessert, but I guess we have to make a dessert available yeah, to the people. I,
0: I eat dessert when it's it's there, but I'm with you. It's not my main concern here, but we need to think this is a at least going to start as an American holiday, right. so we better get some dessert in here.
1: Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Let's 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 think this through. Pies taken by Thanksgiving. I mean, basically every pie is a, is a thanks acceptable Thanksgiving dish. Christmas. Uh, I mean, you've got peppermint and stuff. I guess Christmas thanks desserts are more decoration based. Um, like yeah, uh, that's true. The uh, the your Independence Day type summer holiday. I can't ice really, cream. Yeah, it's just yeah, cold stuff. Um. Is there room in there? Is there? Can you can you feel some space? What if it was
0: the something spectrum? about like elaborately decorated cakes? <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's nothing specific about a cake holiday, right? Yeah. Cakes are just generic, so you can sort of morph them into any holiday. Weddings have the corner on fancy cakes. Yeah, right multi-level
1: now. cake is almost immediately a wedding cake. I mean, your birthdays are cakes. You're talking to the wrong person here because I've, I'm on record as not understanding the appeal of a cake. Well, okay,
0: have you watched the Great British Baking I watched some show, show
1: that my, my kids and wife were watching, like a show where people make spooky desserts, but... Like the for Halloween, and I have not watched the British one. I hope that they at least have to eat the whole cake because the one that my family was watching, it had to have an edible component to it. So it was basically a sugar sculpting show where they would also like put like a no, piece dude, of chocolate. The British on
0: it. baking show is mm. all about cooking wide varieties of actual desserts. Okay. Now it's all British, mm. although they they go across the board, but. I don't know. The British have an affinity for certain ingredients that we simply don't use very much of. But I still think like, um, well, what about like pastries maybe? Oh, like a cookie? Like
1: a a brownie or even a blondie? Um, I don't know. hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to yes and my way through a bunch of desserts, but I, I can't. Really, really channel passion for desserts. At
0: sea with desserts.
1: I like a I I if I'm presented with dessert, if I'm at like a dessert place, I usually go for whatever. Ooh, I usually go for whatever is coffee flavored. So if you ask me, I'm going to go for like an affogato or something, which is one of the greatest Whoa. desserts.
0: Tiramisu.
1: Mm, it's just wet bread. I don't know. A lot of desserts Wait, are don't, wet bread. Uh,
0: don't you ever call tiramisu just wet bread? And in <laughs> fact. I'll never serve you anything that you might like along those lines.
1: I'm just – I like it. I mean, I'm fine with the tiramisu. It's fine.
0: We have – there is one major issue. Okay. We'll okay. just say tiramisu is the traditional Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll let you I unilaterally dessert. declare that. I'm, um, I'll, br- which I'll it's along. Which is incredibly difficult – well, not incredibly difficult, but it's very time-consuming to make yourself, which leads me to the other point, which is that brisket is – traditionally difficult not to totally screw up for people who aren't used to cooking it. Okay. So this could go one of two ways. It could backfire, or we could have a whole industry of people trying to tell you how to cook the perfect brisket. For solstice day
1: i have sort of good news for you which is that a turkey is also easy to screw up and dry out and people dry out turkeys every year across this great nation of ours <laughs> and we still have thanksgiving
0: it's, it's true and most of the places i order brisket it's dry and everybody's like oh yummy brisket and right like, what have you had brisket <laughs> yeah no I, I think you're safe on that
1: this is a this is the uh this is the cultural pressure of the guy next to you at the supermarket writ large across the country. Like, well, you need to get in with the the tastemakers. You need to get in with the beef makers and the tastemakers, basically. If you can get, like, Guy Fieri on a show with uh, Bobby Flay talking about the best solstice brisket recipes. Uh,
0: and it's just Guy Fieri stuffing his face with three different types of brisket sandwiches. Just. right. Dripping grease out Yeah,
1: everywhere. I mean we're getting, if we're getting this thing started If Di Fieri wants to spray donkey sauce All over a brisket We're just gonna have to ride that one out Um, Cause we need We need that cultural cachet We need his No, we
0: need to reach every demographic And that is Right d- Dramatically important I There's several Create TV shows Which is a Third PBS channel You're just making up And we can get it on there Okay <laughs> That's where the older, rich, liberal demographic is going to be accessible? I, I'll, I'll have to take your word for that one. I've never heard of this <laughs> thing. Well, um, and me, apparently, because I've seen it. I'm thinking, yeah, if you...
1: Uh, oh, oh um, if you... Uh, um. If, I mean, I hate to bring it up,
0: but... America's I, test kitchen. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, you you need to find out what lab they're making these 15-second Instagram videos where they cut something in half and look at nope. it. Nope.
0: No, no. <laughs> Those people can go to hell. I don't care. We don't need them all. <laughs> all right, fine. We'll draw the line at the
1: Instagram dissection. They're going to come. Maybe we get it on They'll t-
0: come, but I'm not going to be any
1: part of it. Maybe we can get on TikTok. Uh, we'll have to find a child to make a TikTok account for
0: us. Um Do you even know what TikTok is? Nope. All right. But I've already absorbed what it probably is. So uh, yeah, you're we'll probably, probably correct.
1: Okay. Uh what else do you do at Disney?
0: Uh oh, the one of the best things we did was there's some kind of Mickey's Christmas celebration or something where you pay a uh extra amount of money per ticket. Even if you are, well, when you already have passes for seven, six to midnight access to magic kingdom and it's all Christmas themed. Well, yeah, this is some kind of, yeah. So it's all Christmas themed and they have like cookies and free cookies and snow cones and cider and stuff everywhere. And the entranceway is all being blown with fake snow, which I believe is bubbles. Oh. But it looks like snow, uh, falling at least. Um, And you know, my kids are from Florida. They don't know snow, so it looks like snow to them. Convincing enough. And um, there's a lot of shows going on, like continuously, like parades and shows at the palace or whatever that the castle but there's fewer people there because you know you have to pay extra to get in right and they're all watching shows now i don't mind the shows they have good shows um and you absorb a lot of them just walking back and forth but there's no lines Mm. fewer people and most of them are waiting to watch shows so we just go in all these rides without Fast Passes or anything, and our whole family just pops on Splash Mountain, pops over to Thunder Mountain, goes across um, the way. We went on everything we wanted to go on. It was At amazing. night,
1: too. Night, night, night roller coasters are
0: great. Oh, yeah. It was fun. And mm. they had this new ride newer ride the seven dwarves or whatever oh yeah the mine train yeah we went on that. yeah so i hadn't gotten on it because it's usually a fast pass one oh, yeah. the I non-fast pass
1: wait when we were there was like seven hours
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> was that like, one's apparently very popular yeah Oof. so that one had a very short wait maybe like 15 minutes and that was the longest one in the park nice and so we just hopped on there with the family and one that ride is pretty fun And it was at night, and, like, the fireworks show started while we were on the thing. Oh, yeah. Which goes on right above that particular ride, so it was pretty epic. So I totally, um, I don't know if there's a different version of that, but that was probably the best thing. Other than Epcot, I really like Epcot walking around the the country place.
1: When we went with Epcot, with to Epcot. Uh at the time we, we borrowed a double stroller when we went and because our oldest was 5 and uh yeah. and we uh we are turning 6. We uh, we are for turning 5 or turning 6? No, oh, I've already forgotten. It doesn't matter. An age. Yeah. And uh so we we they fell asleep, <laughs> co- cozied up and we walked around Epcot with sleeping children, which is the best way to walk around Epcot, I think. Um, oh, definitely. It was pretty cold when we
0: were there last. It's going to be hopefully not as cold this time. It was fairly warm. The first day we were there, it was still a food and wine fest, which apparently goes on in the fall. Oh, yeah. So they had a lot of extra stands selling some good food. I think we're going to
1: be there during the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that should be... Oh, they had... <laughs>
0: I don't know. Do people go to Disney for the Super Bowl?
1: (laughs) Man, I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'll report back around that time. I don't
0: recall seeing a TV there, so maybe it'll be
1: That's true. It's not really like they they don't want to expose you to external stimuli in general. No,
0: actually, that's sort of creepy now that I think about it. No televisions? Yeah. I mean, there's screens all over the place for the rides and such, but when you're there, they really don't mention or they they sort of seal you off from the outside world oh, they seal you off from other parts of the the
1: the uh the park itself much less the outside world like you walk over into the pirates of the caribbean part and the music changes the way they use like directional audio to make oh, yeah. to make sure that you don't hear two themes at once and uh, I I don't know how much you've read about it, but like the the characters in costume aren't supposed to be seen in like the wrong context.
0: Like, I imagine so. I've yeah. read a I've I've seen a lot of this stuff. I haven't studied Disney too thoroughly, but it's readily apparent when you're there and observing what's going on for any period of time that it is beyond particular. They have planned they plan everything out. And I mean I think that's what makes it worthwhile to spend the money. Yeah. Everything is done purposefully in like for instance, Abigail and I were waiting in line for the um minecart ride and it was it had, it was evening and she goes You know what's great is that there's no mosquitoes. There are no bugs out at night. And I was like, wait a second <laughs> Why are there no bugs? There was no mosquitoes when it turned evening time, and Orlando's a swamp. Right. And so I said, they're doing something. I mean, I'm not even asking the question. I know that somehow they've killed all the mosquitoes. Look up how. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, there's carbon dioxide traps hidden everywhere, and I never have seen one. I, I even looked for them. I couldn't find them. And then they analyze all the mosquitoes that they find in their traps to determine I don't know something. It's a whole industry whoa, huh,
1: I know there's like a network of tunnels, and the whole the whole park is built up a level so that they have they can build a network of tunnels. I know that
0: oh yeah there's like a whole um undercroft uh, Disney undercroft Disney undercroft full of, and um below the, of yeah, well no, like there's an operational level and then below that is the catacombs oh. where they bury Disney employees that have um passed on right.
1: so yeah I know if you don't it, the this, you gotta walk and scoop I know that one you gotta if you, there's a piece of trash on the ground and you're a Disney employee you gotta pick it up as you're walking by but you can't don't stop
0: it. up. Apparently, the higher up you go, if you're a really high-up boss, you have to carry around a a trash claw. Oh. Mm. Somebody told me this, and the very day prior, I had run into a guy with one of those. And I had thought about him for about two minutes because he was totally incongruous. His demeanor, the way he interacted with me... What he had on himself, otherwise, I was like, this guy seems like he's in charge, but he was carrying a trash thing.
1: Was he dressed in and I,
0: in, in, Was he dressed as just like a commoner? I, I mean, yeah, he had like khakis okay. with a button shirt, but it wasn't. It it looked fairly casual to me. I mean, other people had, and so I couldn't. I was just, I was like, something's up. This, and then I thought. Well, maybe Disney janitors are like you know, super qualified too.
1: <laughs> well, I mean they they uh And they probably are, but Yeah, they they you don't see people in like staff outfits. Like all the all the security the place is rife with security, but they're all just blended in. You don't see like a guy with a badge.
0: Except uh, yeah, except on the very entrance just to Sure. Yeah, but I mean like in, throughout yeah. the park, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, before anyway, we,
1: before we run out of time. Yeah. I want to play this voicemail that we got. Um, I couldn't figure out how to route it through my very simple setup here, so I'm just going to play it into the microphone. We'll see how this goes. Um, you should be able to hear it though. All right, you ready? It's uh, it goes on for uh, shockingly long time. So, so. <laughs> uh, nope. Okay, let's try again.
2: Hello Cameron and Brock, this is Josh Walker,
1: making
2: my uh, first yeah. appearance, probably the first and only caller on the line. Uh, first off, you know how they do on those infomercials where they give you the name and then they give you all the numbers just in case you get confused? Probably would have been a little helpful. I uh, think I put Cam as a K instead of a C. He
1: opens with and, this uh, editorializing. And in North Carolina, <laughs> I hung out before yeah. it got a we, we can't answer, be responsible so for his, good. But, his um, failure to dial. Yeah, I dial. love you
2: guys' podcast. Um, probably one of my favorites. I listen to all the episodes, and I always wait on Mondays for it to come out. But uh, in regards to the uh, We've never released on a Monday assisted-parent sleeping thing, <laughs> I have my own uh, fun story in that regard. you got about uh, one minute of your time to waste. So uh, when we were kids, my uh, sister used to call into my uh, mom and dad's bed every night. Uh, she had her own room to sleep in. I think she was probably about five at the time. And uh, one year, my parents had their anniversary. So we got the great idea. Or they decided, hey, we'll have uh, our mom's grandma come and uh, babysit for us. And uh, she was, I used to say she was old then, but I think she was probably in her 50s at the time. And
1: uh, we are like, worried about
2: her having a heart attack, <laughs> which makes no sense because she's 80 now and doing fine, I think. But um. We uh, decided to set this trap to keep my sister from leaving her room and going and sleeping in uh, the bed with our grandma. So
0: what and we did was we siblings. got the old plastic that have mm-hmm. all the
2: spikes in the bottom of them, and I laid it in front of her uh, door for her leaving her room to
0: I don't know what her I'm about.
2: And then, just in case, we thought of everything and said, "Oh, well, she might jump over the mat and get to the room." So we put all of our pool balls from a pool table we had just on the floor in front of that. And so we figured, oh well, if we do that, then she'll jump and she'll slip on the marbles and then, or the pool balls and fall on the mat, so she won't leave. And being the great siblings that we were, we did tell her about the trap before we uh, set it and uh, told her, hey, like stay in your room and don't go to mom and daddy. Lo and behold, the trap actually didn't keep our sister in the room. Um, Our grandma decided that she needed to come tell us all goodnight and. As she was doing it, we heard, "Ooh, oh, down the hall. And we instantly knew something had gone wrong. And uh, it turns out our grandma had uh, inadvertently discovered the grandma trap. Um, she slipped on the uh, pole balls and then stepped forward, because they hurt her feet, right onto the tacky mat. And then she slipped on the tacky mat and fell down and fell onto the pole balls again. No, <laughs> so, uh, we probably weren't our favorite uh, grandkids for a long time. And uh, I think to this day we still affectionately
1: call it the Grandma Dynamite Trap. But uh yeah. And and that's it, because Google Voice gives you three minutes. We don't give you three minutes. <laughs> well, Google Voice you gives the you three, three minutes. Three
0: minute voice call, yeah, Josh. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well okay, so first of all what I believe he's talking about, Kim, is um Chair roller mats where they're that clear plastic And they have the spikes on the bottom To keep them in place on carpet Oh, oh, okay when you flip them over, they're quite spiky I see, yeah I support making traps for siblings As it is something that I did as a child Or always imagined, you know, also what I could do Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like that was very appropriate story for childhood
1: yeah i'm i uh the only trap that i could think of uh i was it really into uh m- the television show mcgee and me growing up in the oh end- yeah the beginning right that intro to that show has like a um very complex you know the ball drops into the fish tank and then it triggers the lever and it goes down to the um whatchamacallit there's a term for those that's escaping me because it's the morning um But, the you know, some sort of complex. So, like, I I tried to make one of those instead of cleaning my room one time. Uh, It involved, like, whatever I had on hand. So, like, some triangular (laughs) blocks had to serve as my spikes. And uh, I tied a string from the door handle to something on my shelf to something else. So, when you open the door, it would, like, lower something and knock over some spikes or something. Uh, and my mother came in to see how I was doing, because uh, I believe I was supposed to be cleaning because guests were coming <laughs> over or something. So it was not like a, it wasn't a, hey, go clean your room. It was like, you need to get your room clean. The guests are going to be here in an hour kind of situation. Right. And
0: Moms th- get pretty intense about that. My,
1: my mother does get very intense. And she walked in, she opened the door, saw the string uh, connecting the door, and uh, y- immediately grabbed the string, yanked it as hard as she could, pulling things down off my shelf. Whatever thing was anchoring that, th- like a, it was around like a trophy or something. And uh, all, all that stuff hit the ground, uh, and she was furious. So I, that's I, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> any of the other parts of the trap other than my my mother yanking it off the shelf
0: in a, a righteous fury. <laughs> Poor ch- Cam's childhood was. <laughs> Snatched from before his very eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: mean, at least I didn't injure any uh, geriatrics. Uh, like uh, this poor, this poor boy's uh, ostensible great grandmother. Oh, I feel like a great grandmother being in their fifties, and you as a kid may- might be Did pushing. Did he say great grandmother, yeah, or he said mother's grandmother? Right? I don't know. It, I felt like there was an extra generation in there that doesn't check out mathematically. Um, but I'm not here to <laughs> <laughs>
0: to judge. Uh, I suppose. Look, the, uh, po- <laughs> the point is keep the pool balls away from your children. R- yeah. That- well, there is something in children that I, my brother and I plotted to get my dad with traps when he came in our room all the time. And uh, they, they never really worked. But I don't know what the instinct is to set traps for your... <laughs> <Daddy>. <laughs> your parents.
1: But. I think it's to to have a plan and then have that plan be executed and also to pull one o- over on an adult. Both things are hard to do when you're a child just in general. Uh so like it, it would be very satisfying if one of those plans or one of those traps actually worked. I mean, it's kind of the more complex version of hide and seek, right? Or like scaring someone, you're setting something up and then uh, able to actually see it work properly. Um Excellent. Yeah. So so I guess you'll know you've made it as a parent when one of your children successfully sets a trap for you and you you fall and
0: break your hip. (laughs) Look, the uh, circle of life: the young rise up, and the old perish. Subsume the old, which should probably be the theme of our solstice party. It would be very
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, not a yeah. Well, it's sort of a Bohemian Grove style, sort of fake.
0: (laughs) Uh, We gotta get the pagans back in You take the oldest
1: Oldest of the family And you sort of like lay them down Light some candles around them And then everybody has brisket